This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success, the podcast designed to inspire you and give you actionable information to enhance, up-level, reimagine, and reinvent your life and your livelihood. No matter where you started, where you are now, or where you've been, you too can lead an authentic, first-class life. Each week, new stories of turning points and transformation will help you define what success means to you so you can live your best life on your terms. Now here's your host, first-class life mentor and certified Profiting From Your Passions coach, Kate Fessler. Welcome to Change Redefining Success. I'm your host, Kate Fessler, and today I'll be talking about how to spot opportunities for income streams or career paths. In the Changing Course, Profiting from Your Passions program, through which I am a certified coach, Valerie Young identified ways to become an opportunity analyst. Often there are opportunities for income streams literally right in our own backyards or homes, but we overlook them because they're so familiar to us. The first place to start is knowing what you have. A couple of podcasts ago, I went through five ways you can get clarity on the right business or career path for you. That's all about knowing what you have. What are your gifts and talents? What do you do better than anyone else? What do you love to do? What are you good at? What would you do for free? And you probably are doing it for free for everyone around you. That comes so easily to you that you feel like everyone can do it. And you don't even think about it as a gift or talent. These are all personal traits, gifts of spirit or personality, talents and skills that are unique to you. That's the first part of my escape program, Explore. Now we're going to move on to strategy. Where can you look for opportunities to use those gifts, talents, and skills to create one or more income streams that can help you lead your authentic first-class life? Let's start with physical things that you might have that you could turn into income. Do you own some property that you could potentially rent out? Let's say you own acreage. My friend, I'll call her Susie since I didn't ask her permission to use her name. Susie owns a few acres of land not far from where we live. We live in a condo. Before we moved here, my husband had a garden where he grew amazing tomatoes, kale, all kinds of vegetables. He tried it here, but we don't get the right sunshine and we don't have that much space to put lots of pots or build a raised bed. Do you think that Susie might want to rent out a bit of land to my husband that he could grow his vegetables on? It's easy money for her. He'll build his own raised beds, bring in his own fertilizer or plant food, plant his own crops. He might ask her to water them for him during the week, but otherwise she has no responsibility for his garden. She can just collect the money and allow him to come onto her property to tend it. You may be familiar with the pea patch concept that are in some cities. When we lived in the house where he had his garden, a few blocks away there was a community pea patch where each person rented a bit of space from the city and grew his or her own produce or flowers. Maybe others who live in town, in condos or townhouses without a big yard, might also want to rent some space from Susie. Her land is just sitting there unused, so why not? It's passive income for her, and if she gets the right kind of people, maybe she can start a farmer's market or something. Susie could also think about renting out her property for special events. As long as she has enough space for parking in an event tent with restroom access for attendees, maybe people would want to hold their their family reunions or some other event there. 
Of course, she'll have to look into local zoning to see if these ideas are feasible under the rules of where she lives. Think of companies like Airbnb or Uber. These are companies that were started with a what do you already have idea in mind. You already have a home, maybe you'd like to rent it out to people on a short-term basis, like VRBO, vacation rentals by owner, or maybe just a room or the basement apartment for the weekend. There's a controversy about whether that contributes to the homeless problem by taking longer-term rentals off the market. But putting that aside, as a homeowner who maybe wants to rent out a room or an apartment only for certain periods of time or certain times of the year, and of course you don't mind strangers being in your home, it's an easy way to create some extra income. Then there's Uber or Lyft. You already have a car. You presumably know how to get around where you live. If you like to drive and like to meet new people and have some spare time on your hands, voila, a stream of income is born. Maybe you have a knack for finding great stuff at garage sales, or you have a basement full of stuff that's cool, but you really have no place or use for it. There are lots of ways to sell stuff online these days that are easier than setting up a garage sale, and you're not limited to summer days. With eBay and Amazon and Etsy, there are three ways you can sell things that can bring in some income. If you're creative, you can take things you already have and upcycle them into something else. Barn siding is hugely popular these days, either as a reclaimed building material or for background for inspirational signs or artwork. I have some jewelry that is a conglomeration of a variety of materials that someone creatively put together into a fun design. Things like buttons, scraps of paper, things that might normally end up in the trash. This is where who wants what you have comes into play. So with the examples I just gave, who wants what Susie has? Someone who wants to grow a garden but doesn't have space of their own. Who wants what you can offer through Airbnb or VRBO? Someone who wants to stay in a home rather than a hotel for a short period of time. Who wants what you can offer through Uber or Lyft? Someone who wants an easy way to get around with someone else driving that's often cheaper than a taxi. Who wants the stuff in your basement or garage? Depends on what it is, but there are people who collect or shop for a variety of items in a variety of ways. Who wants materials for upcycling? People who are creative and have a strong sense of environmental responsibility. Now ask yourself, who wants what you have? Think about my last guest, Carol Carini. She wanted to be a singer. Who wants what a singer has? Advertising agencies who need people to sing their jingles. She has a public relations business and she learned about video production. Who wants that? Business owners who need help getting their video marketing done and distributed. She likes to paint, is a technology whiz, and she loves animals. Who wants that combination of skill and passion? Animal lovers who want their pets preserved in a beautiful piece of digital art. This doesn't have to be something physical. What are some life experiences you've had that taught you something or you could, that you could teach to others? Ask yourself, who wants what someone who has done or gone through, fill in the blank, whatever is true for you, has? Let's take me, for example. Who wants what someone who has gone from lifelong corporate employee to quitting my job to start my own business during the worst downturn of most of our lives and who had to learn a lot along the way to overcome a lot of obstacles? Well, that would be someone who's an employee or recently left a job to start their own business who wants to learn how to do it more easily than I did. 
there's a particular mindset that we have as employees that does not serve as well as entrepreneurs. And someone who has never been an employee wouldn't know how to help people navigate the enormous change. Or what if you've been through a traumatic experience or had a diagnosis that you needed to navigate through the healthcare system? Maybe you can help others who are facing a similar situation. For example, there are such things as cancer coaches and grief coaches. Maybe you've waded through the complicated process of getting a scholarship or the application process for college. There are people who are paying for someone who knows how to do these things to help themselves or their kids in these areas. You see how that works? We've got to take a short break, but when we come back, the trend is your friend. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. Back now with your host, Kate Fessler. Welcome back. You are listening to Change Redefining Success. I'm your host, Kate Fessler. Today, I'm talking about how to become an opportunity analyst. If you listen to my podcast, Five Ways to Get Clarity About the Right Business for You, you know some things about yourself and have some idea of what you'd like to do. Before the break, I talked about how to look at things you might already have as an opportunity to create an income stream. Now let's talk about trends that you can spot and problems, complaints, and threats that need a solution. Everybody has problems, right? We usually say things like, I wish someone would invent blah, or why don't they fix blah, or I wish there was an easy way to learn blah. When you hear yourself or someone else say something like that, it's an opportunity. Here's an easy one. Young mothers used to complain about how ugly diaper bags were. They were so clearly diaper bags and they had absolutely no use beyond that. Who would want to carry one of those things around if you didn't have to? They were purely functional. Maybe they had a fabric design or something, but they certainly weren't trendy. I actually have a bag that I bought from Henry Bendel that I use for travel and as a purse. I get a lot of compliments on it, in fact. I love to see the surprise on people's faces when I tell them it's actually a diaper bag. If you're shopping for a new mom, you'll find there are a lot of designs these days that you would never know are diaper bags. Fashionable young moms wanted something that looked good as well as being functional. An opportunity. On a darker note, there is a big industry now in self-defense and safety training. People are out and about more, jogging or walking or just going from one place to another after dark. We're traveling more to unfamiliar places and we see reports of violence on the news almost constantly. We want to feel like we can protect ourselves and our loved ones. Another trend is self-care. People spend a lot of money each year on things to help them feel and look better. Beyond cosmetics and skincare, there's a proliferation of exercise options. Think CrossFit and Zumba. There are options that combine the spiritual and physical in things like SoulCycle and yoga, which is more popular than ever. Even there, there are innovations like hot yoga and yoga with various focus like yoga for athletes. If you're someone who's really into a particular type of fitness, or you've created something unique for yourself to better serve your needs, there's an opportunity. Another trend is an aging population. Did you know that approximately 10,000 baby boomers reach retirement age every day? And this is going to continue until the year 2030. 
As with the young mothers who demanded more stylish diaper bags, these baby boomers are demanding a better quality of life for themselves in retirement. If you have an idea for something that can enhance the quality of life as people get older, that's a really big opportunity. Another trend is the organic and farm-to-table movement. There are restaurants that claim to only use ingredients that can be sourced from a certain mile radius to assure local quality and reduced carbon footprint. If you're in their radius and you produce a food or beverage of artisan quality, that's an opportunity. All sorts of artisan products are trending from goat cheese to organic salads in a jar. Remember Mrs. Fields cookies? Walk through any mall or shopping area today and what do you see? Auntie Anne's pretzels. Whose idea was it to take pretzels out of the ballparks, put all kinds of different toppings on them and sell them everywhere? Someone who was thinking outside the box and saw an opportunity. There's frozen yogurt and cupcakes even. Mrs. Fields blazed a trail that has only gotten bigger over time. Don't forget the coffee bars. While they are now the big behemoth, when Starbucks set out to change the way people drink coffee, they were a trailblazer too. There are smaller alternatives everywhere now that the trail has been blazed. A lot of people want something less cookie cutter. These independent coffee bars hold all sorts of opportunity. They usually source their food and other items from small local producers, and often they'll host exhibits of local artists where the work is for sale. They might even have products made by local artisans like mugs or other related items for sale. People are into energy efficiency and recycling. Who could have predicted electric cars? But now there are services springing up for that trend. That's a good example of adding something to an existing business model. Do you think it's a good idea for BP or Exxon to add some charging stations to their gas stations? Maybe you could set up an independent charging station that's only for electric cars. Some other trends that reflect an unfortunate trajectory in our society are identity theft, road rage, fear of terrorism, obesity, work-related stress, and burnout. There are a lot of businesses that address all of these things, especially weight loss and stress reduction. Herbal remedies and aromatherapy oils are popular again, too. We now have online businesses, which create opportunity for just about any type of business and the ability to work anywhere or with anyone, even if they're not physically in the same place. With email, you don't even have to be in the same time zone. There are a lot of businesses that have sprouted up to support business owners, including virtual assistants, social media strategists, and coaches for every possible goal you could want to achieve. As you heard in the commercial, there are services to transcribe podcasts. The intro to my podcast was done by a voiceover artist. As new avenues of communication, like podcasting or videos on social media, become available, there are opportunities to become an expert and provide services to others. Look on Fiverr.com to see the endless variety of services being offered. If you're not familiar with it, it's F as in Frank, I, V as in Victor, E, R, R, two R's, dot com. What about the tiny home movement? There's a trend that requires things to be made smaller, more efficient. Do you think people who don't have a lot of space want tools that have dual purposes and don't take up a lot of space? On the flip side of that, new construction, at least where I live, is becoming larger. People need artwork and decor, maybe some artisan furniture, to fill up that 4,000 square feet of space. Look no further than HGTV to see how people are upcycling, creating something new out of discarded materials. I could go on and on about this, but I'm sure you're getting all kinds of ideas yourself. 
The next thing to consider is, who do you want to serve? In other words, who do you want to work with? Who's your tribe? Who's your ideal client? For this exercise, you don't have to get too specific. Ultimately, you'll have to create an avatar, a specific person that exemplifies your ideal client, the person who could most benefit from and would be most open to spending money on whatever you decide your business will be. At a higher level, you just need to get slightly specific. For example, if you want to help people figure out how to retire in a foreign country, that's a fairly specific audience. Maybe you already live in a foreign country and your services would most benefit people from your home country who are living or moving to where you live now. Perhaps your ideal business would be most beneficial to parents of teenagers, like helping them navigate college application process or helping them apply for scholarships, like I mentioned earlier. Maybe you have a product that's perfect for people who own bed and breakfast or who rent out their homes on Airbnb or VRBO. That could be anything from locally made jams or scones or artisan linens, or maybe even just products you can buy wholesale that you put together in a convenient place for people who could most benefit from them, like an online store for products ideal for use in tiny homes. In that case, the people you serve would be people who own tiny homes, but also the businesses that build the tiny homes, people who live in small apartments or live and travel in RVs. Keep mulling it over. Look at the lists you made if you listen to my podcast on exploring to help you get clarity on what type of business might be right for you. Make your own list of trends from what you read on the internet, see around you, hear your friends say. Next time you're in a store, look at the magazine covers to see what people are reading about. And ask yourself, what do you have and who wants what you have? If you'd like some personal attention to figure this out, I have an offer only for my podcast listeners until March 31st, 2018. I'm offering a personalized profiting from your passions consultation in which we'll talk about all of this and more. You'll get a copy of the ebook, Finding Your True Calling. You'll do some exercises similar to the ones I've talked about and others. You'll send me the answers and then we'll get on the phone for 90 minutes, just the two of us and brainstorm ideas specifically for you. You will leave with an idea and a next step. Normally, the price for this consultation is $497, but if you send me an email with the subject line podcast discount to firstclasslifeatoutlook.com before March 31st, you'll receive a discount of $300, bringing the price down to just $197. I promise you, that is the lowest you will ever see this personal consultation offered. I'll even throw in a bonus 30-minute follow-up call 30 days later so we can talk through any questions that came up for you or obstacles that you ran into. In the meantime, if you have something to add to the conversation, please leave a comment on my Facebook page, First Class Life Solutions. If you'd like to be a guest on my podcast, please click on the link at the bottom of the show page, fill out the survey, and if it seems like a good fit, I'll be in touch. Please follow the show so you'll be reminded of future episodes, and please tell your friends. Next week, my guest will be a former client of mine, Danny McDonough. Danny's love of photography began in 1986 when she was lent a 35mm camera for an assignment in art class. That was it for her. In fact, she's still quite happy with those images. Danny's formative years were spent playing out in the woods of western Kentucky. Prior to starting her photography and art business in 2013, Danny worked in the mortgage business for over 23 years. The most challenging exam of her life was a Series 7 and 63 securities license, and she is so proud she passed and stretched her brain enough to do it. 
Danny's been married to her sweetie, Andy, for over 16 years and is the proud mom of two children, a boy and a girl, and she is still beaming that they both were chosen to receive humanitarian awards at their school. As everyone knows, it's what's on the inside that counts, and it was an honor to learn that their peers and teachers saw their goodness too. Networking with women's groups is Danny's favorite way to get the word out about her business. Al dente pasta is one of her life's great passions. Okay, maybe obsession. Danny's a sucker for nature, birds, sunrises, sunsets, love, truth, joy, kindness, and a well-lit, flattering portrait. Her motto is, may we all be seen and remembered in our best light. I hope you'll join us. Until then, cheers to your authentic first-class life. I'm Kate Fessler. Thanks for listening to Change, Redefining Success. is the EWN Podcast Network. I'm Sandra Yancey, CEO and founder of eWomen Network. We invite you to listen to all of our EWN Podcast hosts at ewnpodcastnetwork.com.